Hello? Hey there, it's Mallory Tadimi, and you're listening to the Imperfect Woman Podcast. So I had an idea for today's episode, and it came to me because I got asked for the millionth time how I am so easygoing, even though I'm really driven. And I know what they mean by that because usually driven people are slightly neurotic. Maybe they have more anxiety than the average person. Maybe they take deep dives into analysis paralysis. And then you look at me over here and I'm just kind of always happy and always smiling and I'm usually in a pretty good place. I can understand where that question would come from, knowing how driven I am. And, you know, when you get asked something one time or maybe two times, you're like, eh, whatever. They just asked me a question. But when you start to notice that you're getting asked this question a lot, like probably a hundred times or more, it may be a thing. So, I'm realizing that although I find it's pretty normal to be easygoing and relaxed and happy and energetically just in a good place, even though I'm a really driven human, there are most people out there that struggle with this. For me, it's second nature. For others, they have to work at it. So I figured, hey, you know, there might be something to this. Maybe I just do this thing naturally, but there are patterns that we can uncover under this. So I figured, why not use myself as a little case study today? So that's what we're going to do. Now, the first thing you need to know about me, especially if you're new to my world, is I am an eight-figure business owner. That means I've made a lot of money with my businesses, but I'm okay. I'm not like stressed about it. I'm really happy and I think I'm just in a good place. But there are things that bother me, right? Just like every business owner out there, or maybe if you're in a job, like there are things that bother you, even if you like your job, right? So I don't want you to think that I live in la la land. And I'm just this rich woman with no problems <laughs> because that is not the case. Mo money, mo problems, literally. I have a boatload of problems, probably more problems than the average person or even entrepreneur because it is true. When you make more money, you do have more problems. They're just different problems. And I'm also a human which means I have human relationships. And human relationships can be sticky and tough and dynamic, and they don't always go the way you want them to. So I'm a human, too, on top of all of this. And I have feelings, and I'm a woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's a lot stacking over here. So just know that I am a real and raw person and that I don't really try to hide anything, but at the same time, I'm fully aware that there is a perception, especially on the internet, when you're successful, that you you just have everything or your problems are so different. 
When you're running a successful business, cash flow can be a major problem. Even if you make a boatload of money, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. So money can be a problem even when you're very successful. Relationships can be a problem. Energy can be a problem. Health can be a problem. Self-belief can be a problem. Imposter syndrome can be a problem. All of these can be a problem and either have been a problem, are currently a problem, or will be a problem of mine, guaranteed. It is what it is. But here I sit talking to you about how to be easygoing, even if you're driven. And here's what I've noticed that I do differently than a lot of the people I interact with. And this might be friends I have in the entrepreneurial space. This could be a mastermind member of mine. This could be a client of mine, a client in my mastermind even. Like I just, I interact with a lot of people and I am smart. I'm an intelligent human and I do pick up on things. I'm pretty energetically sensitive, definitely an empath. And I know that there's something different about me compared to most people. And I can tell you one thing that keeps me so chill or so easygoing is that I'm not really worried about any problem. Like I'm I'm worried because I don't want problems. Don't get me wrong. I always have this undertone of worry inside of me. But it doesn't really come out on a day-to-day basis. It's kind of like this calm undercurrent. It's always there, always. And I know it'll always be there as long as I'm a business owner. Maybe even when I don't own a business one day, I don't know, I'm probably always going to have some kind of business, let's be real. So I've pretty much accepted that I have a special stamp, like popped onto me by God, universe, whatever it may be, that I have this driven need, desire, I don't know what you call it, to be an entrepreneur and to have my hands in this kind of stuff. I know I've been stamped. I accept the stamp. And I know that I will not have as calm of a life on the undercurrent as maybe some other people do. Or like when I did when I was still in corporate in my nine to five 10 years ago, I didn't have anything to worry about after the day. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to get fired. So maybe that was always like this undercurrent in corporate, but I don't think it was as strong as the worry that comes from being an entrepreneur. But what I want to say is that it's always there. And I fully accept it's always going to be there because someone out there stamped me as an entrepreneur and I don't know what to do about it other than accept it because even if I try to bury it in the dirt, it's still going to come up. I already know this. So I think the first thing is my self-acceptance and what has been put upon me, the expectations that something out there in the universe put upon me, which then goes into myself and triggers a whole bunch of uh, high pressure expectations I put on myself. But I I just know, like I know that I've been stamped as 
quote unquote special or something, whatever that means. I just know I'm different from most people. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are that way. And before I became an entrepreneur, I didn't know that. So I didn't think anyone else in the world felt that way. And I felt silly. <laughs> let's just use the word silly. There's other words I could say right here, but let's just use the word silly. I felt very silly thinking that I was special because it's like, who am I to be special? Right. Um, so that's, that's it. I, I just accept these things, these talents, this voice that has been given to me, even though I struggled for a long time, not even knowing what to do with my voice or how to find it, how to use it. And I'm still learning, honestly. I don't know if I'll ever be done learning. And I think there's still so much further I have to go with this voice that I have. But here I am right now, and I'm just figuring it out. So I accept that I'm a little bit different. So I kind of let go of that stress about being different. So I fully accept that I'm different. And because I know I'm different, I allow myself to make different choices compared to normal people. So I allow myself to make big investments in things because I'm an entrepreneur and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the thing that I need to do to grow my business, to grow myself personally, to grow my family's wealth, generational wealth, whatever it is, I'm going to make a big investment. So that's another thing. Like I don't, I don't get stuck on that stuff because I just know I need to do it. And it's part of having this stamp on my forehead. <laughs> I don't know. Would it be a stamp like an E for entrepreneur or something? I, I don't even know. I don't even know what this stamp would be, but I have some kind of stamp on my forehead but I do crazy things compared to like what most people would do because I know I need to do them because of this role that I've been given with my time here on earth. And maybe if we have other lives, I don't know, I'm interested in what I could have been or will be. But in this life, this is what I have right now. So that is another thing. I have a lot of inner peace around that. And I hope you can sense that. It's kind of hard to put into words. So I have a lot of inner peace around who I am and what I need to do here in this world. And I know it doesn't match up with most people. So I just literally don't even compare myself to most people because it's like, I know that everyone else is green, but I'm purple. So it is what it is. I don't even know how to be green. If I tried to be green, I couldn't even be green. I would just be purple in a sea of green. So I just don't even try to be green. That's kind of how I look at it. And you'd be surprised how much pressure goes away when you finally understand and accept this about yourself. So that's another thing. I, I can stay pretty easygoing because I just accept who I am and that I'm a little bit different from most. And then another component comes in, and I'm going to call it the problem-solving component. I don't really get too worried about things. Like, I always want things to work out in my way. Like, who doesn't? I don't know. <laughs> I like successes. I, I don't like failing. I really don't. So for me, I, I tend to want things to work out in my way, but 
Then again, I also understand that contrast when things don't work out is what creates the growth. So if I run into contrast in anything in my life, I try not to get too anxious about it, although sometimes I do. But in general, I just try to solve problems. And when I find myself going into one of these anxiety spirals where like I start to get overwhelmed by all my problems, where it feels like every problem is just screaming at me and like it just gets louder and louder and louder and louder. And then they're all screaming at the same time, kind of like my three kids. When that happens, I really just try to remind myself to solve problems. And this is the whole entrepreneurial type of brain. So I think to myself, okay, what are my top problems right now? So like maybe I have five top problems or I have three top problems. And then I go to work in solving those couple of problems and that's it. I figure out what I can do to get the problem solved. And I really open myself up to considering if it's a problem or not, because there have been some times in the past where I know something's a problem, but then I say it's not a problem, but it's really a problem. You know what I mean? (laughs) Those ones. It's like when you need help with something, but then you're like, no, I can do it all on my own, but you actually need help with something because if you could have done it all on your own, you would have already done it by now. Like a lot of that happens to me. So I try to catch myself in that. But I know if I'm going into one of those overwhelm spirals, it's probably because I need help with something and I'm not asking for help. I'm just trying to do it all on my own. And I think that's just a personality quirk of mine. I try to do everything and then I just crash and burn. So I've gotten better over the years at learning to just not try to do everything because I make out better in the long run when I don't. So I think that has helped me too. I think I've become even more easygoing over the years. I can tell you another thing that really helped because I don't think I was as easygoing before I was an entrepreneur. I want to say when I was in corporate like 10 years ago that, I don't know, I think I was slightly neurotic because I had a lot of team members and bosses breathing down my neck that were neurotic. So it was kind of like as an empath, their energy would come on to me. But I didn't have the skill set to protect my energy and not let that in and see it as like that is their energy and that is not mine to hold. And that's something I really had to work on when I became an entrepreneur and I had all these people in my coaching programs, many of them neurotic, and they would just try to throw their anxious energy at me like a fireball because they don't know where else to put it. And I had to learn how to manage that. That was a really big problem I had when I started to scale up my business. So many people throwing their energy at me. And it's not like they wanted to intentionally harm me. It's just I was kind of the easiest person to throw it at. And when I was first starting out, I would accept that. I didn't have 
those energetic boundaries to protect myself where it's like, no, that's yours. That one is not mine. Okay. Like I couldn't have done that back then, but now I can. But because that happened so badly to me and it was just a mess for like six, seven, eight months in my world because my business scaled so fast, I didn't even know what to do. That was hard. But because I went through that contrast, like what you're talking about, because I went through that, I really worked on understanding energy and why it happens. And I came to the understanding that that's just like their projections and their traumas that they haven't dealt with that they're just trying to find some relief for. Like I had to go through this whole process to learn a little bit more about human behavior and why that happens. And then it made a lot of sense, all the, I guess we can say trauma that I dealt with inside of corporate and how I was treated by my coworkers and my bosses. Like it all just started to make sense. It's not like just because I'm an entrepreneur, people are doing this. It's really just human behavior. But when I was in corporate, I didn't have hundreds of people throwing it at me at the same time. I had like 10, which was different. So I just tried to handle the 10 as I went. But when it was hundreds at a time, that became really overwhelming to me. So I had to learn how to create energetic barriers and realize that I'm not the hero. I'm just the guide. And that was a really big shift for me because no one told me this when I was scaling up my business. Many people were looking at me like I was their hero. But in reality, I was simply their guide. They're the ones that had to do the work. The guide can only direct and lead the way. And if you want to see what I'm talking about, Google Hero's Journey and then go to images and then look at all the images of the hero's journey, which we'll see all the way through from the Greeks to like modern movies. The hero's journey is everywhere. But that's something I had to learn as the mentor. I'm the guide. I'm not the hero. Therefore, I cannot save everyone. I cannot control everyone. I cannot control their outcomes. It's up to them. My job is to show up and to be the guide. And once I understood that, that really fixed that problem. And that was one of the biggest hurdles I had to go through when it came to being able to manage my energy and sit with the responsibilities of being a successful entrepreneur. So once I overcame that hurdle, and I think that was the biggest one, it really just began to be about problem solving. Whenever a problem came up, it was more about, okay, this is a problem. How can I best, most effectively solve this problem? The best, most effective way, not the quickest way, not the longest way necessarily, just the best way. When I think about the future and what's going to work, like what is just like the right way to solve this problem? And then anytime something came up, I just began to focus on that. And that's how I look at it today. And that's why even with this like 
undercurrent of anxiety that will literally never go away because I'll always be responsible for my businesses and my investments. It's never going to go away. But that's how I move day to day. I, I just, I keep it under where it belongs. It doesn't come above surface. Above surface, if a problem just pops up like a fish jumping out of the water, then I just solve it. And that's it. I just solve it. There is not a single problem I cannot solve. I just solve problems as they come. And it's that trust in my ability to solve problems as they come that keeps me so easygoing, even though I'm incredibly driven. Sometimes I jump in head first and I create my own problems. Like I know jumping in is going to create a problem and I do it anyways because I need to. And that's okay too. Like literally I know I'm stirring the pot and all the problem monsters are going to all pop up, but that's okay. I'm not worried about it because when they pop up, whatever they will be, I don't even know what they'll be. I'll just solve them. And that's my biggest thing I can tell you about being easygoing, even when you're driven. You just trust that you can solve any of the problems that come up. And if you don't know how to do it, you trust that you will actually ask and just get help from the right person in order to be able to solve the problem. But I guess if you're stuck like I used to be where you just wouldn't even ask for help for whatever reason, then yeah, that can be a problem. But we're trying to solve problems, right? Not create problems. So if that's your problem, then solve that problem. Start asking for help. There's a ton of people out there that'll help you. And I think that's the magic behind it. I really do. I think that's what keeps me easygoing. Accepting that I'm different, accepting that being different means I'm going to make different decisions that most people won't agree with, and they don't agree with them because those decisions would never be right in their mind, and they're just telling me that, but they literally can't even make sense of what's going on in my mind because we're just so different. So it's accepting that, and I really think it just comes down to trusting yourself that no matter what you jump headfirst into or whatever problem comes up, you're just going to solve it. That's it. Even if you're creating your own problems, you're just going to solve them. You know, sometimes we have to create our own problems to get to where we want to go. Sometimes we have to break something and build something new. Sometimes we have to start over. Sometimes we have to take the long way. I don't know. Even if I have to completely rebuild something in my business, I'll just do it. And you'd be surprised with how many people are like, well, I can't do that, even though I know that's going to allow me to hit my income goals because I've already done this. I already have this. I already built this. I already put this in place. So I have to use it. Even though I know the other way is the best decision and the right thing to do, I'm just going to stay over here because I've already built it. Stuff like that, right? Someone told me that the other day. And I'm just like, 
Okay. I, I didn't know what to say. What do you say to that? It's like, if you don't get it, you don't get it, you know? So that's why I wanted to make this episode. So hopefully, if you're like me, you get it a little bit more. And hopefully I can bring some clarity to the feelings that you must have, which are likely all over the place because you don't understand what's going on in your soul or your body or the space around you. All right, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Oh, go join my, I have a new free business mastermind that you can go join. All you have to do is go to um, businessmastermind.io. So that is businessmastermind.io. Go there, click the button, and join my free mastermind. It's kind of cool. I'm excited that I'm building this thing out. So businessmastermind.io, B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, mastermind, M-A-S-T-E-R-M-I-N-D dot I-O. You guys like my dot I-O? I-O stands for input and output. And in a mastermind, it's about people helping each other, input and output. So I thought that was kind of cool. A lot of times tech companies use dot IOs, but I think this suits very well. Okay. If you're in the mastermind, I'll see you in the mastermind. And if you are following me here with this podcast, you'll hear from me next week. All right. Bye everyone.